This is Inside Indiana Business Radio for the afternoon of Monday, February 5th, 2024. I'm Kate Sharon. The new president and CEO of BioCrossroads says his experience with both a major corporation and a small startup will prove valuable for his new role. Vince Wong was announced last week as the new leader for Indiana's Life Sciences Initiative. He previously served as chief commercial officer for Missouri-based startup Genoscopy and spent 18 years at Roche Diagnostics in Indianapolis. I've been in senior leadership positions in both contexts, both in a large organization, so understanding you know, what the challenges are with those for those kind of organizations in terms of uh, increasing research productivity and keeping innovation pipeline fresh, uh, retaining and attracting talent, but also, you know, having walked in the shoes in a startup as well. He said BioCrossroads is engaging with a number of partner organizations to stand up a workforce development effort, and more details will emerge over time as the planning process plays out. Kokomo-based Haynes International Incorporated will soon be under new ownership. The manufacturer announced Monday that it has entered into an agreement to be acquired by North American Stainless, a stainless steel producer headquartered in Ghent, Kentucky, in a deal valued at $970 million. North American Stainless is the subsidiary of Spain-based Etheranox, which is committed to investing $170 million into Haynes operations. President and CEO Michael Shore said in a news release that Haynes leadership believes the deal is the right step to ensure the company's long-term success while maximizing value for stockholders. Alanco Animal Health said Monday that it has agreed to sell its aqua business to Merck Animal Health for $1.3 billion, a move that allows it to pay down some of its debt and invest in new pipeline products. The Greenfield-based maker of animal medicines and health products said the sale will include vaccines, anti-parasitic treatments, water supplements, and nutrition for salmon, shrimp, and other species. The aqua business line is one of Alanco's smallest, with about $175 million in sales in 2022, or about 4% of the company's total revenue of $4.4 billion. The sale price represents approximately 7.4 times the estimated 2023 revenue of Alanco's aqua business. The company plans to use just over a billion of after-tax cash proceeds to pay down a portion of its debt. From the number one source for Indiana Business News, this is Inside Indiana Business Radio. Whether it's a new hire or a noteworthy promotion, IIB's Big Wigs and New Gigs serves as a platform to promote your team. Our revamped offering includes being featured on both the newly redesigned newsletter and at InsideIndianaBusiness.com. Subscribers to the Business News subscription save $10 off every listing, plus you can save $100 by bundling your submission to IIB with the Indianapolis Business Journal or the Indiana Lawyer. More at InsideIndianaBusiness.com. An Indiana Capital Chronicle and Arnold Center for Investigative Journalism at IU Investigation canvassed the state's schools and found book bans are actually rare, following last year's contentious legislation. IIB's Alex Brown has more. In Indiana, it's rare for school districts to ban books from libraries and classrooms. Since 2020, at least six districts banned books, two moved books to other libraries, and 17 received complaints, according to an investigation by the Arnold Center for Investigative Journalism and the Indiana Capital Chronicle. But a new law, House Enrolled Act 1447, opens the door to more public scrutiny of school library catalogs and has districts anticipating more challenges to what books students can read. Much of the outrage has come from conservative groups like Moms for Liberty and the Indiana chapter of Purple for Parents. A few loud fights in key cities caused the issue to seem like a statewide crisis. 
The Arnold Center and the Indiana Capital Chronicle contacted around 440 school districts and charter schools in Indiana. 249 responded to the requests and 191 are still processing the requests. But advocates for schools and libraries contend the issue goes beyond claims about pornography in libraries or legal defenses available in state statute. More broadly, they say the issue stems from fundamental differences in values and opinions over what material is appropriate for Hoosier youth. Alex Brown, Inside Indiana Business, Radio. St. Louis-based battery giant Energizer Holdings Incorporated, which opened a packaging and distribution center in Franklin less than five years ago, has notified state officials that it plans to close the facility by the end of April. Currently, 64 employees work at the facility in Franklin Tech Park. In October 2019, the Indiana Economic Development Corporation issued its preliminary approval to offer up to $3.65 million in state tax credits for Energizer, based on the company's plan to create 440 jobs at the facility by the end of 2023. Plastics fabricator Spartech LLC is seeking a tax abatement from the city to invest $1.8 million in equipment to modernize its manufacturing operations in Crawfordsville. The investment will retain 87 full-time plant employees and add 10 full-time positions, the city said in a news release. Sarah Sommer, director of communications for Crawfordsville Mayor Todd Barton's office, said that the duration of the abatement would be 10 years, but she did not specify a value amount. Indianapolis-based financial and advisory services provider Donovan CPAs Incorporated has acquired Delta Wealth Advisors, an audit and assurance practice also based in the capital city. Donovan CPA said in a news release the acquisition brings assurance expertise into its practice and can expand its footprint and services in the city. Anderson University President John Pistol is this week's guest on the Business and Beyond podcast with Gary Dick, presented by PNC, a weekly conversation with high-profile Hoosiers in business, sports, entertainment, and beyond. Available now from your favorite podcast provider. I'm Kate Sharon for Inside Indiana Business, Radio On Demand.